Happy Saturday. Hey, everyone. It's Melissa. I am the founder of A Yogi Kitchen and Pantry. Welcome to Off the Mat. It is a lovely, very warm Saturday in Lawrence, Kansas, where um, I'm spending most of the summer. I just got back from Chicago a couple weeks ago. For those of you who don't know, I split my time between Chicago and Lawrence. But during the pandemic, I've been in Lawrence predominantly because our numbers were pretty good here. And I felt more, I felt more safe from coronavirus here than I did in Chicago and had more options um, of ways to be out and about and stay safe than I felt like I would have in Chicago. So we're in Lawrence, Kansas, and it is summer. And it's not terribly unusual for Lawrence to have high temperatures, just for us to have these high temperatures day after day after day is really, it's exhausting and it's unusual. So we're in the beginning of a new yoga session. Today is our first day of the new session. And unfortunately, I had to cancel classes this morning. Um, but you have an opportunity to hit some of those classes tomorrow. And we're going to talk about what the new session is bringing us, what we're going to be focusing on this session, and just kind of wrapping up some stuff about the last session. Okay, so this session, which um, sessions are a little arbitrary, uh, this session is probably going to be about four weeks, maybe five. The last session was about six weeks. So this session starting today, we are focusing on the word strong. So this one was really tough for me to decide. Um, last session was clarity, and I think we all got a lot out of clarity um, and all the different ways that could shift and change over six weeks, you can imagine. Um but I want you or invite you, I ask you, I encourage you to think about the word strong and what does that mean to you? And so one of the things I was thinking about for the month is be strong, feel strong, remember that you are strong. So all of those things can mean different things to different people and are going to mean different things to you throughout the session. So be strong. That could be one person could breathe into that and know what it means for them, mind, body, spirit. Another person could breathe into it and only think about it physically in the body. And so I invite you just to, when you think of the word strong, what pops up for you? And maybe that means the session you want to come to more yoga classes, you want to hit the gym more, and you want to be strong in your body. And we all know that the more we get strong in our body, the more we get strong in our brain and in our heart, we get more resilient mentally and emotionally. Um, and I feel like being strong also connects us with clarity that when I am strong and I feel resilient in my brain and in my heart, I feel a lot of clarity in my life. So they all sort of connect before clarity. Um, I don't actually remember. Oh, we were focusing on love, right? Oh, now I can't remember what was before clarity. We, we were focusing on love for a bit and really opening our heart spaces. Um, so this session, we're going to be talking about strong and what that means for you. And in that vein, our classes are going to be working on strong muscles. So we'll do a little more strengthening um, in our, in our practices, um, except for, um, 
restorative yoga. Restorative, we won't really do any strengthening in. We won't, we'll be focusing more on strong brain, strong heart. Um, this was a tough one for me. I was like, do we want to focus on the word strong? Do we want to focus on the word strength? Do we want to focus on the word power? And I thought about all the different things those words mean. And then um, one of my yoga sisters, Diane, texted me a little cartoon. And in it, uh, it said something like, remember, you are strong. And I thought, oh, there we go. I mean, I was literally thinking about it. And she texted that. And I thought, okay, there's my sign. The word is strong. So strong. And then two days ago, I almost switched it to a different word. And I thought, no, we'll do that next session. So um, I feel like there's so much around that. And I, I love the idea of not only be strong, not only feel strong, but remember you are strong. All the things that you've gone through in your life, all the ups and the downs, the hard, hard stuff that each and every person on this planet has to go through. You're, you're still standing. So you're here. Obviously you are strong. It is so easy for me to forget how strong I am. And there are some days when I feel strong, there are days where I just feel like I'm on top of the world. And the biggest factor is whether I feel strong or not. Sometimes I think it's about, am I feeling productive? Am I feeling successful? Like what's the feeling? I can feel productive and still feel like, you know, like, yeah, I'm getting things done. Yeah, the laundry's done. Yeah, I wrote the newsletter, but you know, but if I wake up in the morning and remember how strong I am and walk through my day feeling strong, then I also feel productive. Then I feel successful. Then I feel loving. Then I feel I it's just, it's such a powerful concept. I'm so excited that this was our word for the session. So I encourage you to just breathe into that word, maybe even close your eyes right where you are right now and just take a few deep breaths. And I, I find that one of the best ways for me to sink into a word for the session is just to say it out loud to myself. So, you know, you can, while you're peeing, just say, be strong, feel strong, remember that you are strong, or just remember strong. Um, or just say the word strong over and over. When you're, before you go to sleep, close your eyes and do a little meditation and chant strong to yourself while you're making coffee in the morning. I mean, there's no limits to when and where you can think about this. And depending on where you are, you know, the time of day you are in, the activity you're doing, strong can pop up and mean different things. So I'm excited to hear your feedback. And as always, I love, love, love your feedback. So feel free. You can text me 785-760-5412. You can email me mel at a yogikitchen.com. Um, you can, I think you can comment. Well, you can certainly comment where you see this posted. Um, and just let me know what it means to you now. And then maybe you can post like in a week or two, what the word strong has started to mean for you. And then at the end of our session, and I think our session will be, um, four weeks, maybe five weeks. We'll see five weeks probably is my guess. And then maybe at the end of the session, you know, you can comment and, and, 
then you can go back and look at your comments and see how your idea of strong has changed over the session. And of course, I'm going to give you lots of opportunities to grab your journal and check in with who you are, mind, body, spirit, and how that relates to the word strong. Okay, I wanted to talk a little bit about the session. So yoga sessions at a yogi kitchen and pantry um, differ. Sometimes they're four weeks, sometimes they're five or six weeks. I think the last one was about six or seven weeks. This one coming up, I think should be about four or five weeks. And it just depends on so many different things. Depends on where we are in the calendar year. It depends on what's happening in my life. It depends on what's happening on a lot of my students' lives. So this next session is, I think, just going to be four weeks, maybe five weeks. And it is a lighter session. And the reason for that is because of where we are in the calendar year. School is starting soon. So lots of you are on vacation. Lots of you are taking breaks from your regular routines, which includes yoga. Classes sometimes get so light in August that I've said to myself, why do I even work in August? And I have taken August off uh, maybe three years ago. I didn't work in, I didn't teach at least in August. This year, uh, we're just going to make the schedule lighter. So we are cutting back. I was teaching six classes over four days, and now we're going to do four classes over three days. So classes are Saturday, Sunday, Monday right now. Having said that, you are welcome. And I, I encourage you, please, please, please ask me to do a pop-up class anytime. I love doing them. I feel so of service when someone says, my back is really hurting. Would you consider doing a yoga class, a pop-up? It makes me excited. I think about what I want to teach. I think about, you know, specific things that I know about this person and how I can be most helpful and how they can heal. And I love it. We are doing a pop-up this week, Thursday morning, 6.30 a.m. Central Time. We're doing 30 minutes of early morning wake-up yoga. And it's just a real simple class that just, it makes you feel great. It makes the week, not the week, the day start really... Um, feeling energized and feeling open and feeling like any little thing, like you didn't sleep quite right on your neck or your leg was hanging over the side of the bed and you've overstretched something in your ankle. That just gets worked out in our yoga class. And then you get to go and enjoy your day and feel productive and strong and um, successful and focused and clear-minded. So it's a really great way to start the day. We're on Zoom. You can go to ayogikitchen.com and see our Zoom ID and password. And of course, that's just one pop-up. We can do pop-ups anytime you want. You can just ask for something that I already offer like slow flow or lay down and roll around yoga, or you can ask for whatever it is you need. You can ask for a, a mixed class. Lots of people do that. Can we do some easy flow and then do some restorative? And I love teaching like that. So please ask for pop-ups. Um, just because I'm going lighter on the schedule doesn't mean we have to have fewer classes. We can have just as many classes or more. I'm just relying on you guys to ask for what you need. 
So that's um, about the schedule. Oh, so this morning, some of you know that I had to cancel my classes this morning. My partner has woken up two mornings in a row at like five in the morning in intense pain. It's been like headache slash migraine pain. Sounds like a migraine to me. He's never had a migraine before, so he doesn't know. And, um, you know, it's hard to be outside of someone and, and know what they're feeling. But so we, we did all the things. We did all the things. There was painkillers. There was hot and cold. There was massage. I did some Reiki. There was essential oils. Um, there was a uh, muscle relaxant and he and caffeine and hydrating. So he finally, just a little bit ago, fell asleep and is resting fairly comfortably. He's a little fitful. So anyway, I had I, I felt that I wanted to cancel my classes this morning. I felt that he may need me. I felt that I was going to consistently have like an ear cocked towards the bedroom, waiting to hear if he groans or moans or yells in pain. So I just felt like for the health of our household and my, um, what's the word I want, my effectiveness as a teacher, it was best to cancel class. So what we're going to do is slow flow will be just like always tomorrow. That's always 10 o'clock in the morning. It's one of um, our most popular classes is Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. <coughs> Excuse me, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. But we're all, we're going to move today's 8.30 a.m. Lay down and roll around yoga is going to move to tomorrow, Sunday, just for this week, just to kind of make up missing t- today. And that class is exactly what it sounds like. We lay down and we roll around and we open everything and we do some stretching. We sit up for a few moments, but not long. We're mostly just laying down and rolling around. And we did this class because our lovely Diane was having some foot issues and had foot surgery. And she's like, I just want to lay down and roll around. I'm like, ooh, that sounds good. Let's do that. So we do that on Saturday mornings usually, but you get a chance to join us tomorrow morning, 8.30 a.m. tomorrow. Um, I will have the new schedule up today. Yeah, today. I should be able to do it in a few hours. Please note that both the in-person class tomorrow at Sunrise Project is a 75-minute class and the restorative class online on Mondays is a 75-minute class. When I started teaching, classes were 90 minutes. And then we went down to 75 minutes and it was so hard. And then we went down to 60 minutes. And honestly, still, after all these years of teaching 60 minute classes, I feel guilty at the end of class often. I feel like I rushed people through poses. I feel like I wasn't able to include as much as I wanted. I feel like they didn't get as much meditation time as I would like. So I was like, you know what? We're going back to 75 minutes for a few classes. Not every class. But 75 minutes for community yoga on Sunday nights and restorative yoga on Monday nights. And honestly, we might move to restorative yoga being 90 minutes at some point. We'll, we'll see how everyone responds and how much you guys like it. So that is our asana meditation practice. Those are the on the mat practices that we do. Um, the off the mat, the seva that we were talking about earlier. Uh, coming up, we are helping out the teachers so I will 
send out the newsletter probably tomorrow, possibly not till Monday morning. If you do not get the newsletter, you can go to a yogikitchen.com and sign up for the newsletter. You can also follow us on Facebook, a yogi kitchen on Facebook, a yogi kitchen on Instagram, and it's breathe Lawrence or breathe Boston NY on Twitter. But I think if you just search for a yogi kitchen, I'll pop up. Um, cause that's where you get all the information about how to stay up to date. And then just, you know, the reminders to be strong or breathe into your, your strength today, or don't forget to celebrate your wins. Um, those all pop up there and you see what's going on with us. So we're helping the teachers. We're focusing on teachers in the newsletter. I will post some links or I'll include some links to Amazon wish lists for teachers off the top of my head. And if you don't know this, let me just say real quick, if you don't know this, teachers all across the country, whether they teach privately or publicly, they are spending huge amounts of money out of pocket for their classrooms and for their kids. And they do it because they love their jobs. They do it because they are committed to our children and they are committed to education and they're committed to teaching. Um, And most of them do it and never mention it to anyone. So we want to support our teachers. Off the top of my head, as I've been teaching, talking to teachers over the last few days, some of the things that teachers consistently need, dry erase markers, especially in black and in blue, Uh, sheet protectors. I think you can get like those in a box, not just packs. Gum. That was one I hadn't thought about. And I thought, well, that would be easy. Even, you know, a couple times a year picking up, you know, 10 packs of multi-pack gum. Fidget spinners and small toys. So when they say small toys, you know, they mean things like the things you can get out of like the candy machine. I know I'm, I'm aging myself here cause I'm not sure that kids do that anymore. Uh, you know, it used to be, you put a dime in the candy machine, you get a bouncy ball. Now I think it's like 50 or 75 cents. You can get a bouncy ball or you can get a, um, temporary tattoo or you get stickers. So toys like that is what they're talking about. If you um, have ever heard of Oriental Trading Company, they're a company. We used to have a brick and mortar one in Chicago. I don't know if it's still there. And it was like a child's delight. Every little teeny toy that you could think of just rows and rows of it there. Um, you can also order from Oriental Trading Company online. I'm pretty sure. So support your teachers. Talk to your teachers. If you want to go to Amazon and order Again, I'm going to be posting or sharing those links over the next few weeks. But if you're in there, like you're running to Target and you just, you know, you need, I don't know, orange juice or laundry detergent. Hey, run over to the school supply section, grab a couple dry erase markers and you can bring them to my donation bin. I always have a donation bin. It's in my yard right next to my driveway. You can just drop it in there. And I will put all the supplies together and get them distributed. I haven't figured out that part yet, but get them distributed by the beginning of the school year, uh, probably before. So teachers know what they need to buy and what they don't. And then I have another teacher um, who I'm not sure she has an Amazon wish list, but she said, you know, what I do is I just, I make a weekly order 
of things for my family, um, food and, you know, toothpaste and all that stuff. And she's like, I just include a lot of that in my weekly order and my family's budget eats the cost. And so her suggestion was gift cards to places like Target or Walmart or I don't know if there's still Kmart or what around, but whatever stores around you, I don't know if there's, I don't know, are there um, gift cards to like Dollar Tree and Dollar General? I have no idea, but those would be helpful for your teachers too. So even if you don't do part of our drive, maybe show up on the first day of school with a gift card for your teacher and say, I know you're still buying school supplies and we're sorry you have to do this and here we want to contribute. And I think that's, you know, one little thing that we can do for our teachers that hopefully really makes them feel loved and appreciated and seen, knowing that we all know how hard they work and that not only are they working really hard and don't get thanked very often, but they're paying to do that job. Money is coming out of their pocket to do that job. So that's our save our practice coming up again. Um, we'll be doing, I think I mentioned this last time, we're going to be doing some knitting and crocheting in the fall to keep people warm in the winter. So if you um, want to join us, you can let me know anytime I'm looking for someone who would be interested in putting together a tutorial. And maybe it's just we all meet on Zoom and that person can teach us how to either knit or crochet a hat. And then I'll record it and it can be on the website. Uh, if you are someone who has supplies that you no longer knit or crochet, you have extra yarn or you have knitting needles or crochet hooks, you're welcome to bring them to my donation bin. And anytime you want to donate, but you can't get to my donation bin, we're happy to pick up. So just 785-760-5412. You can text me, give me a call, and we're happy to pick up your donations. Uh, we're starting to collect coats and warm weather gear for the coats and coffee drive that Sunrise Project does. We, we donated quite a bit. Sunshine Foundation here in Lawrence donated so many kids coats and warm weather gear. It was really, really lovely. They are a foundation that um, helps foster families when you get a call at three in the morning and they're bringing you a kid. Sunshine Foundation can run over with whatever they might need, hygiene needs, clothing needs, extra bedding. They have, they have lots of stuff. Um, so coats and coffee is coming up as your, you know, school's starting. So I know you guys are all like cleaning out closets and figuring out what's going to last through the school year and what you're going to need to replace. If you need to replace coats, hats, sweaters, gloves, scarves, you can bring them to the donation bin and um, I will hold on to them until coats and coffee and then I'll take them over to sunrise. Also, if you're looking at your kid these last few weeks at the pool and you're going, oof, that swimsuit, like if we can just make it for another week or two, that swimsuit's done. Bring it to the donation bin. Call me. I'll come pick it up. We're going to do a swimsuit drive for kids uh, in, in April or May so that any kid who wants to go to the pool doesn't have to feel embarrassed or doesn't have to not go because they don't have a suit. So we'll take, you know, from babies all the way up to teenage sizes. And I think that's sort of what we got going on. That's our save a practice. Um, of course, there's always the cooking and the prepping that we do. And there will be things that pop up 
last year, uh, DARE, the DARE Center in downtown Lawrence, Kansas, ran out of blankets. So we did a, a quick blanket drive and the community showed up. Our community, our yogi kitchen and pantry community showed up amazingly. The wider Lawrence community showed up amazingly and people got blankets and it was awesome. I think anyone who needed a blanket got one. So we're going to keep doing those kinds of things. That is um, an integral part of our yoga practice is our dedication to others. It is part of what yoga is, is dedication to something outside of yourself. So we're going to continue doing those things. And I think that's all we have. New schedule up on the website sometime today. Newsletter out tomorrow. Please, please subscribe to the podcast like the podcast, share it with your friends and family, your coworkers. We want this to grow. We want to serve as many people as we can through the practice um, on the mat and the practice off the mat. Hope you are having a lovely, lovely weekend. Don't forget, be strong, feel strong. Remember that you are strong. Mm -hmm.